Okay. So hope, hopefully it's adequate. Oh, hope I stay awake. I'm so tired. All right. <laughs> Welcome to episode 34 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And Jared is looking at him right now. He's looking all happy and rested. <laughs> and uh, he's on vacation. The, the start of a two-week stint. Good for you, man. Yeah, actually. Well, we're about halfway into it because we we left for Tennessee now Wednesday of last week. We left at 3 a.m. And... We did that so that the, the toddlers would still be like in that sleepy, dazed phase, you know, yeah. where we could just get half of the journey done without them even being awake. And that worked out pretty good. And so, yeah, now it's, I guess it's Monday and we have the whole rest of the week ahead of us. And we're heading back home Saturday. I think, okay. I think we're probably, probably going to leave like Saturday, 3 a.m. and do the same kind of thing. Just get to bed early on, on Friday. Yeah. But yeah, it's been good so far. It's kind of weird. We've touched on it a lot, but just the idea of stepping away for a week and a half is kind of surreal. And there's times where I'm like looking at my phone thinking I should be doing something. I should really reach out to that customer or, you know, do this, whatever task it might be. But I've been putting that off yeah. just so I can kind of rest my head and, hopefully come back the following week totally refreshed and ready to kick this thing into high gear. Hopefully. That's my hope. Because I know me, I'd either come back raring to go or coming back and really having to work hard to get myself back in in that mode. I think that'd be the Yeah, I think that I'm going to have to do that. I think think there's going to be a little bit of, not depression, but you know, like, oh man, I got to get back into it. Because it is, it is a daunting idea. You know, I've said it before that you know, thinking that I'm going to be doing this, growing this business for the next 10, 15 years, whatever it might be, and then coming from a vacation where really right now we have no responsibilities. We're just kind of, you know, other than getting the kids down for naps and right. doing the, the normal routine. But other than that, we're just driving where we want to, doing what we want to. And I've slept more in the last five days than I probably have in the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you, man. That'd, you know, that'd be awesome. But your week sounds like, uh, I don't know. You sound like you have a lot going on. I know. Yeah. Well, this is just a weird week. I, I, uh, I hate starting my week away from the shop. That just, that totally throws me off. And, uh, I went down, this morning or over this morning actually to go drop off my Jeep at the place that's going to do some decal work on it. Um, like an hour away. So I went over to Dusty's house was on the way. So I stopped over there, um, meet up with him. We grabbed some breakfast. He follows me out there, drives me back. Anyway, by the time it's all said and done, it was probably like 10 30 to 11 o'clock time. By the time we're back here, eat some lunch and days half gone. And I've, yeah. not, I've not really even started yet. So that's, uh, I feel very, very rushed today. Yeah. By the way, it's Monday. Uh, normally we record on Tuesday. So I also needed to do this because we're going back on the road tomorrow, going out to, uh, visit Tom over at one off coding. He's 
he's he's going he's going to do some stuff for me and I, nice. just, I haven't been out there since he's gone actually i've never been out there but he's gone full-time with his business and i want to go out there and check the place out so anyway that's like th- almost three hours away wow yeah he's in western ohio so we're hauling out there probably early um and we won't be back until i'm hoping to get back around five or six tomorrow so um yeah it's it's a it's a busy start to the week because also because <laughs> we need to do this podcast and so we can try to keep this coming up on on tuesdays and then i'm also trying to edit my youtube vlog which is what i was doing right before we started this so i gotta finish that uh yeah it's a it's a busy, busy. start. yeah 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 i, I kind of got that vibe from you when we were kind of dancing around trying to figure out when are we going to record because that's one of the things that we committed to was doing a weekly podcast and for a little bit there we had episodes ahead but we had yeah. to tap into them just with our schedules and traveling and all that stuff but yeah um, I kind of expected to happen this summer yeah i mean it that's it is what it is but the good thing is the kids are napping so i i got a second to step out um, and onto the porch right now i'm sitting it's in Sevierville, tennessee and the house we rented, it was kind of a funny story. So that we, we made plans now probably a year ago to come here on vacation. And a week before we traveled down here, the house that we had booked canceled on us. Ugh. So we're like, I don't even, we don't even know what we're going to do because we were already down here for my other family. Um, my, my parents and that side of my family were here the first part of the week. Um, now we're with Jess's parents. And so what we ended up doing is negotiating with the company that I guess oversees all of the rental properties and things like that. So we got this like really fantastic house. They upgraded us. It was like double the price of our normal, um, the cabin we had booked, Mm -hmm. but this place is insane. Um, so it's overlooking the river. I'm on this front porch right now just relaxing. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. It's definitely a nice house. And allowed allowed us some space to have the kids run around and do their thing but then jess and i are able to kind of separate and have some relaxation as well yeah that is a nice thing about taking taking parents parents along on vacations you got you got some sitters yeah Uh, that's that's one of the one of the perks yeah we're planning on going out one evening um out onto the mountains or something to take some photos because i I mean, photography has kind of become my thing that I really enjoy. I already have the camera and equipment. It doesn't cost me anything to go out and take pictures. Right. So I've, I've wanted to set aside a day that Jess's parents watch our kids. And then we ultimately go out and just kind of explore and take photos and stuff. So hopefully toward the end of the week, we can make that happen. But that, you know, funny story, that all depends on the Jeep. So I'm having some Jeep problems. Um, again, so it's going to a shop tomorrow. Normally I would just fix it, but I'm on vacation. My brain's off. <laughs> so I'm going to pay people that do this full time to work on my Jeep a little bit. Yeah. And I think we're going to get a rental car for a day, maybe two days. They think they'll have it done in a day. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just goes to show you that I've turned my brain off and I don't even care. <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> I'm at the point where it's like, don't care. That away. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, man, I'm I'm looking forward. I think I think we got like three weeks before we are supposed to head down South Carolina to visit Pat McNamara. And that's gonna be about the closest thing that I'm gonna have to a vacation until like the end of July. I think end of July actually we go for a week to our cabin in, in PA. Nice. Um, I'm looking forward to that. This summer, I was trying to. I was sitting down trying to schedule out a, a camping trip for my family because we went last year to Red River Gorge in Kentucky and went super well and the kids had a blast. And, and so I wanted to find one again this year. And man, it's like every every other weekend, there's something going on. And in the weekends between, there's like something locally going on that we have to do or, or something. It's, right. it's hard to it's hard to do. I was, I was hoping to get it done this summer, but I'm kind of starting to think about maybe looking that's something in the fall because the other thing is going tent camping in august <laughs> yeah it can get a little hot can because i'm a giant wuss when it comes to heat and dude i'll, I'll take cold any day yep because i can always bundle up i can right. always make myself warmer when you can only take hot. off so much clothes before you have to go to jail <laughs> right or before you got to jump in a creek you know right now i'm like i'm like 25 feet above a river and the house is literally right up against it. And it is so tempting just to like dive out the window and jump in. Cause it's, it's hot. Yeah. And I forgot how hot Tennessee gets, but. I bet it's crazy humid here and my shop. I, I got the air AC cranked in my shop. I think Dusty's in there in like a parka. <laughs> he's freezing, but, uh, man, if I'm jealous, going, I'm jealous of your AC. Yeah, it's a beautiful cool. thing. You know, it's funny. In the Saracote shop, we have air conditioning. It's a much smaller little operation, so we're able to throw in some air conditioning and have heat and all that, all that good stuff. In the Target shop, it's much bigger. So if you were to try to air condition it, it would be really dumb probably. Yeah. Because we always have overhead doors open for truck deliveries and things like that. You just blow all the air conditioning right out. So unfortunately it's hot in the shop, but it is what it is what it is, man. Yeah. I try to, I try to suck it up sometimes and tell myself, this is a shop. Shops don't have AC. Just open up the doors, let the, you know, let, let the air come in, come through. But on days where it's 80, 85 and 90% humidity, it's just brutal. So yeah, it, I break down and turn the AC. Especially, in the Cerakote shop, when we're there hanging out and doing coating, especially for an extended period of time, our oven is massive and it takes up probably half of the one wall. It's so the oven's about 10 feet wide. Well, I shouldn't say 10 feet, probably six or seven feet wide. And when that thing's cranking, it's putting out like 150,000 BTUs. So on a summer night, man, it gets hot in there. Yeah, but. But we have our office now. We added that addition. We're separate from the actual shop. So the office space where we do all the decal work or where we prep firearms, things like that, is 64 degrees. We have air conditioning. It's insulated. Um, you just sweat your butt off when you get out to do any spraying or you know, you're pulling stuff out of the oven. It's like 300 degrees and it's hot. Yeah. But there's nothing you can do about it. No, nope. this is part of the process. But how how have things been going for you? I mean, we we've touched on it before, and I I don't know. I I don't really think I've talked to you much about it. But how are 
things going as far as sales? Is is June a pretty good month? Or have you been doing good over the summer? I know you got custom shop stuff coming up. Yeah, so June June's a weird month. Um it was our lowest month of the year last year, I think. Yeah. Um but it's been a huge well, so we did the Father's Day sale, which right. was much bigger than last year. Um, we've had a number of, of really big deal orders. We got two really big deal orders sitting in the shop right now. Um, so it, it's a sale and a dealer order frenzy right now, which is, which is awesome. As far as like direct web sales and stuff, it, like this past weekend was, was, was pretty low. Um, but, but we're still really busy. We got, um, yeah, we're, we're getting ready for some custom shops that, that you did for us. And we're actually going to drop those this Friday. So some of that sales is going to creep into June. Um, nice. So I think June's going to turn out to be pretty good, but as far as, as like direct web sales, June, June for us, um, it, it, it's a pretty slow month for, for whatever reason. I don't know. I know a lot of people are, are thinking summer and summer vacations and, and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, that's um, always been the same for us historically. Historically, June isn't, it's not like January. It's better than January, but we kind of have a, a ramp up in May where things usually are at an all time high for us. And then it kind of dips a little bit in June. Yeah. And I think you're right. I, you know, Kirby always, my business partner always said, Hey, I think it's vacations and people are just thinking about, you know, traveling and all that stuff. And I was, I always kind of wrote that off, but it really is kind of true. Like here I am on vacation. I'm also a consumer. I buy products and things. The last thing I'm thinking about right now is things like what steel target am I going to buy? What Neomat? You know what I mean? Like I'm not, yeah. I'm here, but I'm going out to eat in the evenings and things and I'm enjoying family time. I'm not really concerned with, um, you know, buying products and things like that. So I think that, I think that does go into it. Normally as we kind of gear up for July, things get pretty good. Um, and then from July through the rest of the year, I feel like it's just a, especially August through the end of the year and things just kind of get nuts and we start trying to, trying to be on pace for, Christmas and things like that. And I'm, I'm really hopeful that this year the same thing happens as well. Yeah. But you know, I, we got, you know, we got these, uh, we got these little dump tray things that I've been working on, which is probably what we're going out to, um, out of one-off coding for is I'm kind of logging the whole process, which, which I'm, I'm really excited about. I can't remember if I talked about this last week. So if I did, uh, stop me. So I'm not, not repeating all this, but, and I'm excited to vlog the whole process from from the idea in my head, sketching it out on paper, drawing it up on the computer, machining it, uh, seracoding it, shipping it. You know, I'm showing I'm showing the whole process. And this is this is the only really the only product that I've been been okay doing. It's just kind of a side project. I only made like 20 of them. I don't know that that they're going to sell that well, but but it's, it, it's something fun. Um, and it's kind of, it, it'll show a nice glimpse of, of what it's like to create a product and, and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so with that said, I, 
I was working on that a lot last week in the custom shops. And then we are, um, we're, we're getting really close on the new product, um, which is called the Century Strap. That's all I'm gonna that's all I'm gonna say right now. Uh, but we got the logo done for that. Uh, that's actually one of the things I need to do this week is is get working on the packaging, artwork, and stuff like that. So yeah, I've I've got a ton to do. Even though it's not a super busy time, I've got a lot to do. I think this fall is going to be you know you know between the Century Strap and 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 that sort of thing. It's gonna it's gonna go into a it's going to be a busy rest of the year. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. And we did a soft release. I, and again, I, like you said, I apologize if I talked about this in the last episode, but we teamed up with Warrior Poet Society and we're creating their target system called the Raven. And we did a soft release of that. So you haven't seen much of that out in existence as of right now, but just the amount of product that, that, that John can move is insane. And so we, you know, we not only have our own product lineup, but we also have now this other target system of private labeling. And that's been a unique experience because this is really the first time that we've stepped into this realm of creating a product that isn't branded as TA targets. And maybe someday we can do a podcast on yeah. I don't know, how, how you dif- differentiate when when the right time to do something like that is because obviously we don't want to compete with our own products. We don't want to bury our own products in the ground, but it's been a pretty cool partnership, but it's added, added an extra realm of, of not stress per se, but stuff, just other variables like integrating our, like the conversation I'm having with the team over at Warrior Poet right now is integrating our shipping stuff so that we're getting really active, really accurate rates and things like that. Um, but you know, it, it adds a whole other realm because we're handling the process of shipping, the packaging, all of that, um, on top of the other orders, but it's been, it's been pretty cool and it's a cool target system. So I'm excited for when we actually push that because it's going to end up on the TA targets website. It's going to obviously be really pushed by John I'm over there and I don't know. That's just another, another thing that we're adding to our wheelhouse. And I'm always thinking of what's the next product. What's the next thing that we could be doing, right. especially if it doesn't impact our current lineup. Um, you know, the last thing I want to do is start private labeling a product that outsells my own. And then it kind of buries our product lineup and then it ends up becoming yeah, if you see it taken from from your your sales of your your product, but from what I've from what I've seen of it, because he started posting pictures, some pictures yep. of it and stuff, it it looks like it's it's kind of a a different animal. So so like, the the yeah, the cool part is it's super portable. It doesn't require two by fours or anything like that. So when he presented this concept to us and said, "Hey, this is what we want to design," and we started tweaking the design with him, um. I, I believed in it right away. I was like, this is kind of cool. It fills in this, this void where, you know, our targets are super portable, but they do have multiple components. So this target system is about as simple as you can get while still having that TA targets quality, you know, that, that people have come to know because ultimately you have to, I mean, the simplest thing you can buy is a gong, 
but then you have to hang it by chains or straps or something. And usually those are pretty weak, but this is about as simple as you can go while still having a very refined product. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. When I saw it right away, I was like, yeah, I, I, I can buy into that. And then because of the fact that it fills just that little realm where certain people are going to buy that, I wasn't concerned about it affecting the sales of the other products. Yeah. Um, for one, it, it doesn't ring quite as loud as ours. Yeah, I wouldn't think it um, would. And it's it, it doesn't have the modularity of our base system with our hostage and all of that stuff. So if you're looking for the typical ADAP system or whatever whatever one of our targets you're buying, you're not going to get that, but you're going to get something that folds down into three pieces, bolts together. You can carry it with one hand. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I was... And on top of that, we're building a relationship with another company that, as you know, has a pretty, pretty powerful presence. Right. And ultimately, yeah, that'd, be, uh, that'd be one of the biggest, you know, biggest advantages to that, you know, that whole thing. Because it's not like you're coming out with, you know, twenty targets for them, where you know you right. have twenty targets and now they have twenty. You're adding one, one target in, and you guys already yep. have. Cause I have a bunch, but yeah, the, I would think one of the greatest assets would be just getting, getting, having him direct all that traffic to your website is going to be, it's going to be. Yeah. Great. And that's what I'm super excited about because we're ultimately going to be not only cause ultimately John believes in not just his product, but he believes in what we've done with TA targets. And that's why he reached out to us and said, Hey, I think you're the ones that are going to produce this product for us because he couldn't, you know, they ultimately didn't find anybody that could fill in the production capacity, the ability to maintain quality control, all of that stuff that we have done over the past three going on four years. So it was a, a very natural fit there, but ultimately then too we'll have the benefit of cross marketing TA targets products on his page. And you'll start seeing that over the coming months um, on top of the Raven. But for now the focus is, kind of doing a soft release of the Raven, getting that out there and then getting people aware of it so that when he pushes it um, about that time, you'll see it on TA targets page. And then hopefully we can move a lot of them because the coolest part that I really love about that target system is for the plate and the legs, there's no fabrication. It's just right from the table. We load it up on the carts and they head right to paint and then they get painted. So it's, it doesn't affect our production either right. at that point. Yeah. Um, so it's a unique, it's a unique partnership and it makes me very excited for the future, trying to figure out other ways to partner up with other people and, uh, kind of building relationships that are mutually beneficial to both parties. Um, I, I really think that's as long as you can do that without, you know, without hurt with without hurting your your own company your own business and the same thing for the other business it, it, it's just it's really fun to to partner up with other right with other companies and create those those relationships and um and there's always some risk to it i mean you no know, there is risk that you know whether it's a personality thing that there's a falling out or it's or somebody doesn't follow through or you know that there's all kinds of things that can happen. Um, so you have to weigh those things out, but in, 
I think in our industry, it, it's really nice to, uh, you know, to partner up with someone else. Cause it's, it, it's a very small industry. Everybody is a few degrees of separation from knowing everybody. And so, right. Yeah. And that's what I, I mean, that's, that's kind of a love hate thing about the industry that we're in. It's my, and my wife and I were just talking about this. It's not like, I don't know. We, we do reach a very small segment. I mean, there's, yes, there's a ton of people in the gun industry and yes, it's a fairly large industry. There's a lot of money moved throughout the industry. A lot of innovation happens here, but I'll give you the example. My wife and I were walking through this artesian section in one of the stops at Gatlinburg. We were walking down the street. We walked into this pottery place. And I was just looking at the pottery and I was like, man, this could appeal to literally everybody. There's not a single person that doesn't sit down at dinner and eat off of a plate or something. You know, so you're they could market to anybody. Right. And we are confined to people who own firearms or accessories in that realm that I mean, even if they're not diehard, maybe they just enjoy plinking or shooting or whatever, but we're still confined to that that segment of the population that owns firearms. Um, whereas, you know, other industries are kind of much more broad. So it, it is a little, it is daunting at times, but then it, I think it also helps to speak to the fact that we should be building those relationships and kind of interconnecting when we can, where it makes sense. Um, obviously not all relationships would make sense. It wouldn't make sense for us to partner up with certain other companies um, just because it would be a conflict of our interest, but um, right. where it makes sense. I, I don't know. I, I feel like you did that better than we did. I've watched you kind of work with other companies for multiple products and things. Um, I've always kind of just stayed in the back corner, you know, mining, mining ourselves and just keeping our product line up and everything. But I'm excited to branch out and try other things too. Yeah. Yeah, and I've I think I talked about this last time too, but I've really been looking and reaching out to uh, to a handful of instructors just to partner up with and send them neomags for them to give out to to students and stuff, and that's that's been going really well. So I'm looking forward to just kind of continuing that, and which I take some work, just you know, trying to keep track of who's who's got product and and try to keep up with them and make sure that you're that the only time you talk to them isn't, you know, isn't when they need something or you need something. You know, that's, that's one of my biggest things and why I don't feel like I've done the influencer thing. Well, is cause, cause I don't want to just talk to that person when it's, when it's time to talk about business. Um, you know, I, I really want to have, you know, I really want to have a real relationship with, with, with people and not just based on what we can do for each other. And I feel like if I can't give that, give that attention, then I, then I don't want to do it all. So, um, yeah, we're, you know, we're just trying to take on, you know, you know, trying to take on instructors and people as we feel like we can, we can do it and do it well. That's always the area that I felt, I, I mean, I do well at times with staying in touch, but lately I've been kind of slipping away from staying in contact with all the ambassadors and things. Um, the, the influencer realm 
goes through so many cycles where you'll have somebody that jumps on board that's new. They'll push like crazy. They'll be posting every week and then it kind of dies off. And that's always been my experience is there's, there's always that phase where people, most people get into Instagram, get into social media and they kind of just ramp up, ramp up, ramp up. And then it kind of plateaus. And then from there, their normal life takes over because most people aren't going to make an income from right. posting on, on Instagram. When they realize how much work it is like, Oh, oh yeah, man, this is a ridiculous amount of work. Do I really want to do this forever? No. And I don't think they do. I, I wouldn't expect them to. So that's right. That, that, that's been the other side of the, we don't necessarily, we don't necessarily have to get into the whole influencer thing right now, but just because, because I know we have before, but that's, that's, that's another thing that holds me back is, is I'm asking somebody who already has a, a job and a life and a family and stuff to, to do stuff for me. Why? You know? And, and I can only expect that for so long. Um, so the few that we are working with, I've kind of laid it out. Hey, for the next six months, you know, this is kind of what I would, I would, I would like to expect. And everybody's been, yeah. been good with that. And then after the six months, we'll kind of reassess and, and see, see if you feel like you can do it for another six months, but to just assume that somebody's going to do stuff for you indefinitely. Is a, yeah. And, a little short and I just, I just look at my, so I've had a unique, unique experience with the whole Instagram thing. So I have my company page. I have my personal page. So I, I've played the role of influencer for other companies. Not, not to the extent that other people have done for TA targets, but if you look at like when I started Keystone Carry and I started posting like crazy, trying to reach people and, and all that, I had this intensity. I was posting two to three times a day. I was ramping up. I was really getting good feedback. But now I'm okay if I miss a day or two. So, I mean, that just speaks to the fact that you go through this trend where you build a large following, it builds up, it builds up, it builds up as an influencer level. And then at some point you kind of plateau because obviously real life takes over. My main priority is reaching people through TA targets and making sure that my business is growing. Um, I don't know. I, so yeah, we, we normally pull people on for a year and, and then see how things are going, but yeah, it's about that time. I mean, July is when really we start having that conversation again with my business partners of who are we keeping on board? Who's really posting well, who is an up and coming shooter or has a good following. And then hopefully you're capitalizing on that and then reaching more people throughout their page and their following. All that. Yeah. But yeah. So what, I mean, so June, we know June is, I think we both agreed that it's not really a crazy month. It's not like black Friday or anything, but what are your goals for the rest of the month? What do you have on your plate? Uh, my biggest things are, I think really my biggest thing is getting uh, it's getting everything ready for the century strap, getting the, the packaging done for that, which, which is a whole other podcast. I get into a little bit in the vlog, I think I'm not sure if I'm going to put it in this episode or not, but um, I really, I really like to think hard about, about the, about the packaging type and how the product works with the packaging and making the packaging work for you. And there's, that, that's a whole other um deal but just just trying to get that that ironed out so that way when i i start getting getting the product in 
that, that, uh, we can be ready to go, which, you know, we need to, you know, we need to start putting together ideas at least for some videos and stuff and figuring out our, our launch plan for the product. Are we going to do like what we did for the Rask where we teased it for, for at least a month and did kind of like a big reveal or, um, are we going to do it more with influencers or, you know, there's some options there. So there's a lot to do with, uh, there's a lot of work with the new product. It's really exciting and, um, and it, it's a lot of fun and it's super rewarding, but it is a lot of work to do and do it right. I mean, I could get these things in and throw them in a box and throw them on the website and be like, Hey, good. You know, everybody go check it out, but that's not the right way to do it in my eyes. So, yeah. Well, ultimately you want to have the maximum impact with the new release. You don't want it to just, you know, hit the site and then only 20 people see that. And that's kind of where we're at. Anytime we release a new product, we try to, I, at least me, I, I try to game plan things as much as possible so that when we do release, we've created the framework so that the maximum amount of people are going to see, you know, not that I want to, make people impulsively buy our products. But at the same time, you know, I want you to see that, see that it's new, be all intrigued about it, excited about it. And then ultimately pull the trigger on it and purchase. Um, so there's, there's definitely a balancing act there. I get it. You don't want to rush into it. Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, at the same time, like I said, we've got, We've got a trip. Well, next week is 4th of July. Week after that, we go to the Carolinas to visit Pat Mac. So the next two weeks are going to be short weeks. So I'm only going to be in the shop the next two weeks, a total of five days. Jeez. Um, Yep. So I'm honestly probably not going to get a whole lot done with the century strap. And then we're back. I'm, I'm home for a week and then we leave um, my family vacation for a week. And then, then we are home for, for a little while. There's some busy weekends in there, but, but I'm not going anywhere. So yeah, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to be in the shop for a total of 10 days out of the next four weeks or something. <laughs> wow. So, it's it's going to be, <laughs> I could believe be that would be a little, a little stressful. I mean, I mean, I was, I was stressed out just thinking about disappearing for a week and a half. Um, now granted there's no breakup between my week and a half. It's just been a solid week and a half, but you know, okay. for me, some of the goals that I have for this month, I mean, really it's going to be July because till I get back, it's going to be the first of July. We, are updating our payment processor. We found a very gun friendly processor to run all of our financials through the website and things like that. So that is something that's been on my list and I've been working on for the last probably three months getting set up. And the whole reasoning behind that is we have other products coming down the pike that are very closely firearms related and Unfortunately, as soon as we step into that realm, the payment processor that we've been using up to date is um, 
going to figure it out and boot us very quickly and probably mm-hmm. hold a lot of money in the process um, in a limbo. Because, I mean, they have terms that if they catch you doing something that goes against their terms, they can hold your money for 60 or 90 days. And I can't have that. So we have that in process. And I'm hoping that the week that I get back, we'll finalize all that, um, get that under wraps. And for anybody who listens to the podcast, follows what we do, if you go onto the TA Targets homepage, you're going to see a little extra tab on the homepage. And that's going to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of what we are branching out into. Um, but that's probably going to be toward Black Friday till we actually have this totally random, not random, but totally new product that has been, I mean, it's going to depart 110% from anything we've done so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm, my mind is always going crazy and it's hard to balance it out, but that's, my first thing is let's get the payment processor in place so we can handle this. And then on top of that, we're talking to our friends from digital alchemy mm-hmm. who are going to be building out our new website. So nice. we're going to kick that into high gear. And the, one of the coolest parts about going through this year is we've had the financial flexibility to do things like that where last year, you know, if I would have talked to my business partners and said, Hey, I think we need to spend, a bunch of money on our website and update it, it would have been, well, that doesn't really make any sense based on where we're at and what we have coming in. But it's been a cool experience as a growing business, getting to the point where we have actual flexibility and can invest in things like the website. You know, the first thing most people are going to see. Yep. So, although like you said, it's been kind of a, a medium level month for us. I feel like I've had a lot going on. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's just cause on, on top of all the stuff that you want to get done for work, you also want to enjoy some summer and enjoy the, enjoy the family. And, um, you know, that, that stuff kind of becomes a little bit more of a priority that, that you, that you want to mix in there. So. And I've noticed that as my kids have gotten older, they're actually getting to the point where I don't know how to say this. I sounding bad, but they're really fun. So right. they're, they're in that toddler age where they want to experience things. They want to see things. They want to learn and absorb and you get to watch and help them do that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've wanted to, to go on a vacation that. like this and it, it's been cool because I've been able to just straight up enjoy everything about them. Yeah. You see their excitement over little stuff that normally doesn't get me all excited, but to them it's like, wow, this is so, you know so cool. Yep. Yeah. So. You, you don't want to miss that stuff because that stage doesn't last long. The next stage is they know everything and you know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling, especially with my oldest son, that that's coming very quickly. Yep. You know, he he's a very smart, very he's very intelligent. He's very mechanical. He can figure stuff out very quickly. So I very, very much see that in the very near future being, um, yeah, definitely being the next stage. Did you watch my, my, my last vlog? Um, my son helped me put the, the bumper on the Jeep and stuff. I didn't see that one. I watched up to that point. 
Yeah, you'll have to watch that one. I think you'll like that I'll one. Check it out. That was a good episode. That's cool. Well, that said, yeah. I need to get back to 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 editing this this episode, and you got to get back to vacation, man. I'm gonna do nothing all day, other than obviously, like I said, I'm having some G problems. So I'm gonna drop it off at a shop, let them deal with it. They said it'll be done in a day. I'm gonna just make that happen. So, but other than that, yeah, the kids are napping. I'm gonna go lay on the sofa and probably take a nap. All right. I'm going to try so. not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Hi, well, brother. You have a good, 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 good yeah. rest of your vacation. Enjoy your week. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Absolutely. And guys, like, like we've said a million times, if you get the urge to do so, we would greatly appreciate it. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you're finding your podcast. And definitely give us feedback on the Instagram, Forging the Journey, or a Facebook group join that leave us some feedback let us know what you're thinking or shoot us an email at forging the journey at gmail.com yep do that sweet all right brother all right man i'll see you have a good one see you